0: everybody. Welcome to the Leadership Call. Jason Debo, Jeff Armbruster here um, for Thursday, June 7th. I can't believe we're into June already. This is crazy. Um, we have an awesome call tonight. We're going to be speaking with uh, a good friend of mine and uh, a great topic. Jeff Gametz and me and Jason are going to kind of quiz him and, and Q&A him on something that I think is going to be really big. For a lot of you who have been asking me about it, we had a post uh, in regards to doing a boot camp, and Jeff just came out of a pretty intense one. So we're going to get some great information on the importance of a boot camp, what it could do definitely for your business. Um, So that's coming here in a couple minutes. And then Jason and I just got off a um, five-star and above, like a preview call for What's going to be um, coming down the pipe? At least one major announcement for Summit. There's obviously going to be a lot more that we're going to probably learn more about over the next couple of weeks. But we'll share that information as too. Um, mainly about um, the Beachbody Challenge is going to be coming out of it again with a new name, and we'll talk a little bit about the core. That Jason and I learned some more information about the core is a new version of the Beachbody store expanded into a lot of different realms. That's going to be kind of cool. Um, with that being said, I, I want to give some shout-outs and do some recognition for everybody that's uh, on the call. We have a brand-new two-star qualifying diamond coach. He's going to be doing his juggling act now He's one of my PS coaches and a good friend of mine, Ron Bradley, went into two-star qualifying today, Puck.
1: Yeah, we saw that. We congratulated him and then congratulate uh, his, two, his new diamond then.
0: Yeah, so Ron, if you're on the call, who's your new diamond?
1: Uh, Kathleen Fantasy.
0: So you have those two important diamonds now, and now the six week starts. Actually, you're what, one week away from being one star, right? Yeah. One week from being one star, and then five to go to be diamond. So let the juggling act begin. But congratulations, Ron.
1: Thanks.
0: Besides uh, Kathleen, are there any other rank advancements on your team?
1: my PS coaches, so um, I don't know about any of You know, I don't think there's any other rank advancements this week.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I didn't have anything else significant from my team, um, Puck. I don't know if uh, you had anything in the neck of the union.
1: Yeah, um, well, first of all, Mike Rick uh, went official yesterday, so my PS coach... Uh, been a coach for five years and officially went to his diamond rank, which means uh, his two coaches, Alejandro and Amber, both went to Emerald. So congratulations to that whole team in Connecticut.
0: Um, Which puts you at what, nine-star?
1: Yeah, nine-star qualifies, so we're proud of that. Awesome, dude. But a lot of star diamond rankings, so just really proud of that. I always say that when you get to Emerald, that means, you know, you're going to be a coach – for life because at that point you're making money. And then when you get to like the two-star diamond rank, for sure, um, that's when you start thinking about retirement. So that's something to really be proud of. So everybody that went to star diamonds really really um, impressive. So here I mentioned Ron, um, and he said that Ron got his two-star qualifier today. So he's got six more weeks and he gets the second center, but Ron also became one-star lifetime now, and that's a, that's a rank they can't take away from. So he's already been through the qualification for the one-star subgraduation so there. Um, also doing one star lifetime this week was Christina Delgado so really good, she was a guest on her call a couple weeks ago and uh, her her diamonds actually switched on her, she started with one diamond and that diamond fell out and she switched to the other diamond uh, just in time to get that one star lifetime rank, so she dropped out of her two star qualified, but I know she'll get that back next week, and then also Marlene uh, got her one star lifetime qualification, so you know those ranks will never dip down lower. Uh, from now on, whenever they get recognized at summit or whatever, they'll they'll be that one star diamond rank. And then Becky, for the first time, went up to two star diamond qualify. That's a big deal. In five more weeks, she can open up her second center. And I also saw Keith Colombo up back at a one star today. So just lots of good rank advancements on the So Congratulations, everybody. Yeah,
0: that's a good point, Jason. Made up and congratulations to all those rank advancements. Um, the well, I don't think most people realize that when you get to, you know, a new rank, whether it's it's emerald or diamond or what Jason said, the all-coveted star diamond ranks, you know, that's what Beachbody basically recognizes you at Lifetime. Go so to major events like Summit. If you are, you know, Ron's now on track to be invited, along with a lot of our team members, to, to be at Leadership. You know, that's what you are at these events. That's what you recognize that when you go up on stage. That's what you recognize that for recognition. You know, you may have a bad luck in your in your, in your your business where you dip down, but when you're at these events, that's a lifetime rank to be proud of. You get to wear that pin. Um, so that's a significant uh, achievement to hit that star diamond rank. And Jason's right, uh, Ron. You know, when you hit that two-star diamond rank, you get to open those additional business centers, which uh, starts to – to really get exciting because it's an additional paycheck from Beachbody and additional center to help other, other people out. He's right. You do start to really start to seriously think about that factor. You know, the the retirement factor is really prevalent when you hit that two star. So that's, that's awesome information. Um, anybody else on the call from extreme team or anywhere else, um, have any rank advancements, anything they want to celebrate from any, any of your team? I'm going to take that as a no. Well,
1: I just want to double check, see if uh, Mike Rick is on the call. So I'd like to have him give a couple words if he's on. I don't I don't think he is back in Connecticut there, but I just want to double check. Mike, are you on? No, I guess not.
0: Okay, is that or he's talking to mute? <laughs> okay. Okay, guys, um, let's, let's get to our core topic tonight. This is something that... Uh, that you know I it came it came to me um over the last several weeks actually I've been talking to um Jeff Gamet. he's our guest speaker tonight and someone that uh, is going to discuss with us. I think a topic that has really kind of been exciting to me you know as of late because I've been thinking about doing it. I put a post up on my team page and just had a rash, a ton of people interested um despite the fact that I laid out a boot camp definitely can be an intense. And time-demanding and stressful situation, but it also really helps move your business forward. I know for me, I think it was back in September 2009. I don't know if you remember this, Jason, but, you know, I was in Barbie's boot camp for 90 days, the Diamond Group, the Slight Edge Group. Um, yeah. And that was something that really taught me quite a bit about, you know, communication skills, leadership skills. Barbie done a great job in helping me get to that next step. And I came out of that group just a few weeks into it as a Diamond coach. So, you know, uh, a boot camp, um, a focus group, a Diamond group, whatever they want to call them, is a great, great way to launch your business in a way that I think a lot of people need, and that's a royal kick in the butt. You know, it's an eye-opening experience, and Jeff's going to kind of share with us a little bit about the experience that he just had over the last, what was it, 30 days, Jeff?
1: Yes. The
0: last 30 days, he participated in his Uplines um, boot camp, um, actually taught by Christine Dwyer. So it was a pretty intense experience um, knowing knowing her and just, you know, what she stands for, um, admire her quite a bit. So I was really anxious just to kind of hear about how it went for him. And, you know, he's he's a good friend, so we got a, got a lot of opportunity to talk about it. So, you know, I guess first most, first and foremost, Jeff's a one-star diamond, and I have no doubt that after this boot camp he's going to be coveting that that two-star rank and beyond from there, and I'm sure that's going to happen for him. I know I continue like to ride him a little bit and, and keep him motivated, so we're going to work on that. Um, but, Jeff, you know, first off, you know, kind of talk about how somebody gets involved and in possibly even getting in a boot camp. What do they need to be looking for? you know possibly from their
1: team.
2: Well, first first of all, thank you uh Jeff and Jason for the opportunity to talk about this. This is something that um you know, I I've wanted to do. This isn't this is something that the Platinum Presenters um group runs about every, once a quarter. Um and just so that everybody kind of has an idea about how popular these boot camps are. I watch, I saw that post that Jeff put out about these things. And um, just to give you kind of a perspective of how it works with Platinum presenters they do it every quarter. Um, it is something that you have to apply for, so you can't just say, hey, I want to be in it, and you, know, you, all, you automatically get picked. You actually have to fill out an application, um, small application, and you get picked. And there's usually somewhere in the neighborhood of two to 300 people who apply for these boot camps, and Christine only takes 50. So um, I've watched a couple of these go by. I decided this time I wanted to do it. Um, what I kind of looked for for myself was what can I do as a coach to enhance what I'm doing, um, fill in some of the gaps that I feel like I have as a coach, but in the back of your mind you also have to understand that when you commit to something like this, it 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 there, it's going to be something that um, – is going to push you probably harder than you've, you've ever pushed yourself before so um, like I said I've watched a couple of them go by I've watched the, the videos that people put out after they're over as far as what they've gotten out of them and I decided that I wanted to join this time so through my application in um, had my fingers crossed I was very lucky I think because not only did I get into the boot camp but one of my other coaches got in with me so, we sort of got to take this ride together, which was pretty a pretty cool thing to 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 do, um, given the fact that uh you know we 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 both now have a different perspective of how this went, that we can now take back to our teams and share. So I think it's incredibly valuable to your team if you go through something like this.
0: so So Jeff, from a perspective, and obviously guys we're not going to be giving you all the assignments tonight. that's not the purpose of this call. Um, you know, we're not going to tell you exactly what everything is in there because, you know, we, we, we want this to be more of a call about what is, what is a, a boot camp, how it can benefit you. Um, you know, we're going to be doing something very similar. We're going to be putting together a, a program, an intense program, probably later this summer, early fall. We're going to kind of evaluate that based on everybody that's come in, you know, sending me requests for it. But the purpose of this is to kind of prep you guys as to what, um, what is kind of going to be in the pipeline and what you can expect, more importantly, your business to be like after. So, so I guess my first question for you, Jeff, is, you know, when you started the boot camp, you know, what type of um, time frame, you know, or what type of time frame would you say basically is involved in this type of situation where you're, doing your day job obviously you're like me you still have to do your day job and you have a family but what type of time commitment would you say is involved on a daily basis not a weekly but a daily basis in order to to be able to say that you're one of those last people standing at the end
2: well that, that that's actually a great conversation because my answer now after having gone through it is different than it would have been on the front end of this um like you said i i do work full-time um... and and i'll i can't disclose a lot of the assignments on it It's it's because of of the fact that christine is very protective over her her boot camp but I, what i can tell you is one of the assignments that you have to go through and is when are you going to work your business when do you work your business so for me my times to work my business are usually later on at night, so I usually have about two hours of my day when I can really dedicate myself to Beachbody. What I found in that boot camp in the first couple of days was two hours is not going to be enough for me. Um, because of some of the types of assignments that were assigned, two hours isn't enough. And the, how I'll qualify that, though, is you you we, everybody knows this. There's going to be Different types of people. There's going to be the types of people who have a full time job. Um, There's going to be people who have part time jobs. And there's going to be people who don't work. So the time commitment for someone who doesn't work, they may be able to put a lot of time into the boot camp, where someone like me is somewhat limited. And I think that one of the things that I love about Christine is she pushed us all equally, but she also understood that we were all from different situations. So, I never felt like we were being punished because we worked full time um She understands that we all came from from differing situations, but that didn't mean she pushed us any less so um what I would tell you is probably two to three hours a day minimum that you'd want to have wanna spend on these things
0: and Talk a little bit about what that two and three hours look like as far from, I mean, I know we're not talking about specific assignments, but without, you know, going into the specifics of what those assignments are, maybe some generalizations, you know, what can one expect um, in an intense 30-day boot camp to be doing, you know, with that two to three hours a night? Are they, um, you know, one-on-one interactive with with you know, another one of the coaches, that you teamed up with somebody where you have to interact with them on a weekly basis? What did that two to three hours a night kind of look like when you're in a boot camp? What were you doing?
2: All right, so I'll give you what a typical day looked like. Um, every Everything was handled uh, through that boot camp via a shared document. So we all logged in in the morning um, or after midnight if someone was up late to look to see what our assignments were going to be for that day. Um, and those assignments, and the reason why I say two to three hours is could range from anything from um, really requiring you to be out in public meeting people. It could have been um, reading a part of a book, watching a video, listening to an audio, um, attending a webinar, uh, creating, further creating your schedule, creating what your brand is. Um, what your mission statement is, Thing, things that relate directly to creating your, you effectively. Because I think one of the things, and um, this isn't exclusive to Christine, but um, that we really have to understand is, and I understand very well now, is Beachbody, you, you have a choice on whether or not you're going to align yourself with Beachbody or you're going to be your own brand that represents Beachbody. So Beachbody is either going to define you or you're going to define yourself, and Beachbody is going to be a part of that definition. So branding was very important during this 30 days, and it really, really makes you think about what it is that you have to offer someone not related to Beachbody. So what is it? that you possess as, a, as an individual that you can offer the people that you represent, effectively, that's not Beachbody. Beachbody is just a part of what you have to offer someone, but what is it about you that's going to be attractive to someone to want to follow you? So well, in essence,
0: the she's teaching you. I was- to not obviously just focus on moving your beach body business as your main focus. She's teaching you all around skills in how to communicate with people, how to um, you know, put yourself out in a way where you're really truly in that per- truly showing that person that not only are you a beach body coach, you're a life coach, you're someone that can help them hit their goals.
2: Correct. And, I, and I, I did, you know, Jeff, you and I talked earlier today, there's one 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 way I'd I'd wanted to find what someone might expect to be assigned versus the the new reality of what, you know, kind of slapped us in the face. So when I went into this, I had an idea that this was going to be difficult. Just based on what I'd heard from other people who had been in it, I had no idea how difficult this was going to be. Um, and I, and I'll be perfectly honest with you. I got overwhelmed very early on because I never expected it to be that intense. Um, so to give you guys, guys kind of an idea, we were looking at five to six assignments a day. Not one, not two, five to six every single day. And then she went a little lighter on us on the weekends. We got those same assignments, but we got Saturday and Sunday to do them. Um, but if... Jeff or Jason were to tell you guys, as an assignment example, that I would like you to go out today and make five new contacts, most everyone on this call is going to say, okay, I can go do that. I'll just jump on Facebook. I'll jump on Twitter. But the qualification to that assignment is two of them can be from social media. Three of them have to be in public, people you've never met.
0: And I think that, that area right there is where most people struggle with.
2: And, and that's where people clam up. Or the the flip side of that is I want you to present the business to two people today, but you're not allowed to use Facebook, Twitter, email, text. You're only allowed to use the telephone.
0: Would you say, Jeff, before going into this, maybe even now as you come out of it with these tools, would you say that you struggled in the arena of, of um, doing those three live communications with people that you don't know.
2: Still struggle. And this, and, I, and this is something actually you guys that Jeff and I have talked about at length. That is one of the areas where I identify myself as weak in. Um, I think that I don't necessarily have a problem talking to people in public. The difficulty is, is and we talked about this earlier, how to get contact information. Because some of the assignments might be not just to get those five contacts, but like I said, they're qualified. Not only do you have to do it in public, but there might also be a qualification where you can't talk about Beachbody in the conversation. So meet five new people, don't talk about Beachbody, make sure you get their contact info. So that means you have to step out of what's comfortable for you and just make a friend with someone and find something in that conversation that would warrant you getting their contact info.
0: And I can relate to that type of assignment because that was something that early on I struggled with. You know, I'm sure at some point, I don't know if you would agree, Jason, you probably have had that type of, you know, anxiety about people that you didn't necessarily know. But I know that one of the things no. that, what was that?
1: No, no anxiety. <laughs>
0: But one of the things that I know that Jason and I don't struggle with anymore is the ability to have that gift of gab and to be able to talk with anybody at any time. And I know for me, it came at, um, you know, it came out of, of participating in something similar to what Jeff just went through and what I went through a few years ago, which is why I think a boot camp is so good because you know, as a, a good friend of mine in Beachbody once told me, it helps you go two and three and sometimes even four steps outside of your comfort zone. Would you say that, that a boot camp of this has helped you do that, Jeff?
2: Uh, yeah, you're way out of your comfort zone, way out of your comfort zone um, because one of one of the things that I would tell you is you know if you're thinking about doing this boot camp, and I know that there was a ton of responses to Jeff's post, you know this what a boot camp is not. It's not a, hey, there's going to be a boot camp, you know, me, 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 I'm in and I'm going to get in and, you know, everything's going to be rosy and I'm going to come out on the other end with, you know, two rank advancements. It is not that at all. It is a 30 day butt kicking because most of us aren't used to doing those types of things every day to that level. You may, the way that I would describe it is, it's the perfect way to challenge what you already know about the business or better, what you think you know. Because in the first week, what you thought you knew about the business and how to run this, for a lot of us, quickly became, oh my goodness, I've been doing this all wrong in a lot of these different areas and I'm not focusing on the right things to move my business forward. And, you know, Christine treated us like for I guess for lack of a better phrase you want to know what it's like to run a million dollar business well over the next 30 days you're going to know what it's like to run a million dollar business this is what i do essentially on a daily basis and these types of things which most of you are not doing you may think you are but you're not doing them yep. and the other thing that i'll tell you is if Jeff and Jason make that assignment and they say you make new five new things, you can't just go in and say, "Okay, I made my five contacts." That's not good enough. You have to identify those people. So, if you log in and say I completed this assignment and that's all you wrote, that's technically an incomplete assignment because you have to back up what you're doing, and that adds to the level of difficulty too because you can't coast through something like this because everyone's going to know. Because the other thing that was there was total visibility. Everybody had to log their assignments, and everyone could see everyone else's assignments. And and the other thing that it was not is it's not a 30-day pass either. If you weren't pulling your weight, you were removed from the boot camp.
0: That's what I was just going to ask. Let's talk about expectations here for a second. Because, you know, obviously I don't want people thinking that coming into my boot camp, this is – Something optional that you can and can't do during it. If you're being picked in there, the expectation is is you're going to be uh, one of the last people standing at the end. I'd love to see everybody, but you know, in 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 my situation, you know, if you're not if you're not acting the way or not that ex- like you're expected to in the boot camp, you're going to be removed. Was that the expectation in yours?
2: It was, and and I'll tell and I'll tell you why. Um, and I have a lot of of uh, nothing but. Um, respect for, for Christine um, in doing, doing this, number one, when she doesn't have to do it. But, but two, um, part of it is what she did for us over that 30 days. So if you, can, if you can imagine in your mind, you're in this boot camp with Jeff and Jason leading it. You're not, it's not just that they're leading it and assigning assignments. You know, we were all put in a Facebook group, so we all had a private Facebook group to talk amongst but we also had exclusive access to Christine for 30 days. So if we put a post out there and asked her a question, she was there responding to those questions. She read every post in that in that board. Um, we had weekly webinars with her. Um, if people were confused and she noticed that um, there was a topic that people were really confused by, she'd throw like an 8- to 15-minute video out on that topic to help us work through that topic. So she basically said, I am investing a lot of my time in the 50 of you. My expectation of you is that you're going to do the assignments to the best of your ability. Or I'm going to remove you because there's lots of people that are waiting to get into this that I can replace you with.
0: Of the 50, how many completed it? 47. 47. So three people were kicked out. Did she replace them with three fresh people or no? She
2: actually did not replace them because they were removed um, about halfway in, so it was really too late for someone to come in and start. Right. Um, Actually, as a matter of fact, there were two people removed before it ever started, so I guess that's not true. Two people were removed before it started. They were replaced by two more people, so we did start with 50, and then we lost three people during the boot camp because the other requirement was um which I also have a lot of respect for it's not free yeah because and it it's not incredibly expensive but it's not free because if it were free what incentive do you have to to really do this stuff yep if you've got a little bit of skin in the game you're more apt to to follow through on this and, and the, another couple of things that were required of us um which I don't you know I can't fault her for either is you have to be an Emerald or above, and and that was a verifiable thing. If you weren't and you were lying, you were out. Um, and you had to be on Shakeology HD. And she is a huge stickler on the Shakeology thing for her coaches, so she required yeah. it. And that, it wasn't just a, yeah, I'm on it. It's a, I want you to post in this page the last order number for this month's Shakeology, and we're going to verify it. And if you're not on it and you're lying, we're going to kick you out. Yep. So, you know, she wanted people in there that were truly invested in growing their business and serious about it, not just someone who wanted to join because everybody else was.
0: Yep. And just not to interrupt you, but just a couple of points here. You know, a lot of those same types of rules are things I've already considered. You know, it's to me, it's inexcusable to ask me or ask to anybody to be in a boot camp. And A, not B, on Shakeology, home direct yourself. I don't want you just on Shakeology. It's got to be home direct. You have to be showing your commitment to, obviously, the product that's going to be the biggest building portion of of your business. Two, I know, you know, me and Jason still have to talk a lot about about this, and Jeff, you're going to be involved in this, and probably a couple other Star Diamond coaches. But for me, I know there's going to be a lot of consideration to those who are in this boot camp who made that investment and went to Summit. That's going to be a big consideration for me as those are going to probably have a more preference to those people who actually invested in their business and went to Summit. That's just plain and simple. That's going to be something that's going to be big with me anyways. There's going to be a number of, um, you know, things that we're going to look at because obviously the goal – and you can tell me if this is probably the way – you looked at it with Christine, but where there's 50 people that you were in your group, you know, you were doing your homework assignment and sending it in and worrying about yourself. Obviously, Christine's job is to look at 50 people's homework assignments. So I can totally get where she's coming from that, you know, she's expecting you guys to commit if she's going to go and give the attention to 50 people, right? Right. So there's there's obviously... um, a commitment on our parts as the leaders just as much as there is in you guys. So this is going to be kind of a give-give a, a and, a, and a win-win for everybody at the end. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be a, um, an environment where we're going to expect and demand that you guys are as invested as we are as, as we go through and teach this. So, um Jeff, anything you can else you can think about without obviously giving away the farm and everything, because we don't necessarily want to go into all the homework assignments. You gave a couple of great examples, but you know, is there anything else that you can think of before uh, we kind of open it up to some questions?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think one of the, one like I said, one of the surprises I got was you know the first couple of days I did I like I said I misunderstood I. M- underestimated how difficult it was going to be and how much of a time commitment it was going to be. Uh, But the other thing that that was there that I didn't really expect either, um, and I think kind of goes along with the challenge groups that we all run, Um, you know, you put people in a group together and they're all kind of going through the same things. They're all kind of struggling together. And the thing that happens is they all grow together. And, you know, we have the... Um, blessing actually of being able to stay in this group with those same fifty people it's not it doesn't get closed just because the the boot camps over we now get to communicate as a group still moving forward and you know I did have one of my coaches in there with me or one of the coaches on my team in there with me Um, but the other 48 people I had never interacted with before so it's, you know, Team Sparty um, and, and teams, Jeff's team and Jason's combined is a very, very large team. So you may be in this with 49 other people that you've never interacted with before. And one of the cool things about it is you were assigned a success partner. You didn't get to pick them. You were assigned one, and you had to check in with them um, at least weekly. A lot of people did daily. And – um really get to know the people in there because some of the assignments i don't want to say they were confusing but it really made you think and it and you know kind of the same types of conversations that go on in our challenge groups and even on our team pages Those same types of conversations were going on in that small group and logically you all start to grow together as a unit and start to rely on on each other as well so one of the things that i'm going to take away from that is The fact that I still have these 50 or 49 other people, I guess, to interact with on an ongoing basis long-term. So what I was telling Jeff today was the boot camp was hard, okay? The difficult part of the boot camp starts tomorrow because tomorrow Christine's not there anymore. There's no assignments to tell us what to do tomorrow. Tomorrow is – Take what you've learned from the boot camp and apply it on your own. So, you know, tomorrow will be as big of a challenge as day one of the boot camp was. Now, a lot of us are – what we're going to do, and I explained this to Jeff earlier, was we're actually going to start the boot camp over tomorrow on our own with the same assignments that we were doing and repeat them just to keep that consistency going in what we're doing in our business because that's what we've learned to do, and that was – Really, what the foundation of the boot camp was when Christine goes away, you're equipped to know what to do on your own without being told
0: So the hundred thousand dollar question I have is, you've graduated now, you're done, mm-hmm. okay a Are you better off in your opinion, having went through this boot camp, and b. Are you now a better coach and more equipped to take these tools, take these assignments, take these learnings, take these relationships, and now turn your one-star business into a five-star business?
2: Yes. Um, I, I think um, the way I would relate this to is, is I don't, you know, there, there are people out there um, that Christine calls the tens. Okay, Jeff would be a ten. Jason would be a ten. Anyone else sitting on this call that's not at the level they are, we're not 10s. You know, we might be fives or sixes, but we're not 10s. And it takes a lot of work to get to that status, to where your business is moving in a direction where I don't want to say it's on autopilot, but where you've built it to be somewhat self-sustainable. Most of us are not there. What I do think is even for those of us who've been in the business for a while or even the newer coaches – one of the parts of growth is to take a fresh look at what you're doing and reset yourself because what you're doing today may not be the same thing that works six months from now. And as a leader and as leaders of our teams, your teams, it's, you have to reevaluate. And this boot camp made me reevaluate my entire business, what I do and what I'm going to do moving forward. And, and yes, it is going to not only benefit myself – It's going to benefit the people that I interact with daily, my customers, as well as my team. Um, And I now, and and I told Jeff earlier, we had to put our goals down for what we wanted to accomplish. My biggest goal was I wanted a structure, a system, a foundational structure that I could take from the boot camp, lay down on my business, and move forward with it. And I got that out of it and a whole lot more.
0: Good deal. Good deal. Okay guys, this is where we turn it over to any questions. Um before we do that, I'm not sure if Jason you have anything question wise. I know you're a jot jot note kind of person like me. But um before we open it up, is there anything that you got, Jason?
1: Yeah, I got shit. Um sorry. <laughs> um, well number one is based on... never judge if anything's working based upon results. So that being said, what kind of results did you guys get in your group? Number one for the rank part, for the the group participants, and maybe for like upline sponsoring coaches.
2: Um, I think one one of the things, Jason, I I would really um <laughs> really speak to is the amount of people we were talking to during the boot camp directly related to what you're talking about as far as sponsoring coaches, because that was a huge thing on a daily basis. And I can say from my own personal standpoint, I talked to more people about the business in this month than I probably did in the prior six months. Now, did everybody say yes? Of course they didn't. Um, But I am set up right now for my month of June to potentially be bigger than any month I've had this year because of the conversations that we had to start in the boot camp. Um, People were rank advancing because, again, people were there um, from Emerald Ranks, all the way up into star diamonds. Um, so the majority of the people in there were more in between emeralds and diamonds. There were only a couple of uh, star diamonds in there. Um, there were a couple of individuals in there whose paychecks doubled over the 30-day period. Um, I think one of them tripled during it. Um, there were people that signed five coaches last month. If you can, if a lot of you can even imagine that, five coaches in a month. Um, that's something I've never even done before. Um, but it, what it did though was create those types of results. There were people that hit success club for the first time who'd never even been close. Um, so, so yes, there were measurable results from it. That was very, actually, it was very cool to see that you could take a group of people who were struggling. That's why they wanted to be in the boot camp. And all of a sudden in the first couple of weeks, they had all of these successes, like hey i already hit, we're 5 days into the boot camp and i just hit success club all because of this new philosophy that she wanted us to try and implement um, immediately i'm now in success club and I, I never thought i would hit it and here i hit it in 5 days
1: yeah
0: awesome so, so yeah, you're yourself, making- Beth, you you doubled down in may
1: right i did so yeah awesome yeah, I just want to make sure there's tangible results from what you're doing and I I was sure there was. I just wanted to hear what there that was.
2: Yeah, and there's in in Jason there in the one example I'll give you um and I talked to Jeff about this earlier. You know, I you know, we all have this this um expectation of presenting the business to people, right? Well, Christine had us presenting the business 6 days a week. So we had, she wanted us every single day of the week except for one of the weekend days to be putting the business in front of someone. So you can't do that and not have some results out of it. Yeah. Unless you're not doing it. And that's mm-hmm. that's something that, you know, it would be hard to push most people to do. Like I really struggled to do that and sometimes I didn't hit that because of my work restrictions and my hours, but you know, there were people, I think in the first two weeks when we had to do our first check-in, so in 14 days, there were people that presented the business 18 times. So they, they physically put someone through the business presentation 18 times in 14 days.
0: Now, would a, what a um, you know, if, if you had three or four people that you talked to, was sending them to Jason and I's business opportunity call on Tuesday nights count?
2: Yes, that's yeah. exactly what it was. So, um, you know, Platinum Presenters, there's a recorded one. I mean, if this is a public thing, so everybody knows. There's a, a recorded um, business presentation on the Platinum Presenters website. that's in the free section. You don't have to be a member. Um, Jeff and Jason do a live one. Platinum Presenters does a live one. Um, you could send them to the live one. You could have them watch the recorded one. But the idea is you shouldn't be spending all of your time presenting the business yourself. You know, you can't could you imagine spending 6 plus hours a week just talking about what the business is instead no. of saying, you know, I'd like you to look at this thing, sending them off to a webinar and then just following up with them and letting, you know, letting them go on and let Jeff or Jason explain it or on a pre-recorded business presentation so that you're free to go find the person you're going to present the business to tomorrow. So, you know, the, the amount of, of effort you're putting in Jason, and the amount that she was pushing us to do every day was more than, and she even admitted this would be more than what a normal coach would probably expect out of an Emerald coach, you know, expecting an Emerald coach to do six a week. You know, even she admitted that's kind of, that's kind of a lot, but you signed up for my boot camp. And this is what we do in my boot camp. Awesome.
1: So. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, good job. Um, you talked about branding. So you want to brand an ind- individual um, versus brand yourself as a TBB coach or whatever. What was the overall opinion or came um, out of that? What was the overall consensus? I, uh, that that's
2: that's a good question, Jason. Because I think that is one of the, that's the only areas one. I ask. That, that was one of the most confusing ones for most of us. Um, I'm still struggling with that. I have an idea of how I want to brand myself, but it's still something that I'm working through. Um, that, that was a difficult one for most of us because we're Team Beachbody coaches. We're supposed to be coaching people, but that's not all we are. And it's, she kind of forced us to look at who we are as, as people – Outside of Beachbody, and a lot of the assignments were geared towards that. Take Beachbody out of the equation and do this assignment. Mm -hmm. And it really gets you thinking about who are you? Who are you and what do you think you have to offer? And if you don't know what you have to offer someone, then you need to figure that out. And it helps you – it really forces you to look inside yourself and, and really take a look at who you are as a person and what maybe you do have to offer someone so some you know you might get an assignment like post something on your wall that you're an expert about mm-hmm. you know maybe you know for I'll, I'll use jeff as an example you know obviously jeff suffered from it was colitis correct yep that's a topic jeff can talk about that has nothing to do with beach body you know he could he could spend some time counseling people or talking to people about his journey with that And it has nothing to do with Beachbody, but it may lead him into conversations that would ultimately turn that way, but that's not why they would identify with him.
1: Yeah, great. And nobody can tell you what you're an expert in, except I will. Um, If you want (laughs) to figure that out for yourself, there's a book um, called The Millionaire Messenger by Brendan Burchard. Get that. Go through that. That will tell you what you're best at, and it will help you to find your brand. But good. I just wanted to see what they were pushing. Yep. Um, you know, what about tool did you guys use? What tool did you guys use to um, post your results? Was that only Facebook? You also had like some sort of base page or something that you went to? Uh, Christine
2: used a, a Google Doc. Um, it was okay. just a shared out spreadsheet. Right. No problem. All um, right. Cool. But, but there was a Facebook
0: like, group too, wasn't there?
2: And, and there was a Facebook group, just a lot like a challenge, a challenge group. Um, but Jason, when you talked about, is it Brendan Bouchard? Yeah. One of our assignments was actually to go watch a a Brendon video. video. It's funny sense. that you mentioned that one specifically because the majority of the ones that people watched was that one ex- that one exactly, the Millionaire Messenger.
1: Well, that's the way to go because he is the foremost expert in teaching experts how to become an expert in what they're expert in. He he's like he teaches Tony Robbins how to be Tony Robbins basically. So yeah, that's the source to go to. There's no doubt about it. So cool! I'm glad she tapped into that as well.
0: Guys, are there any other questions? Or you know, actually, Jason and I have asked a few questions. We now want to open it up to you, potential boot campers. Should you dare join our crew? No, I'm just kidding. Um, we would definitely like to hear from you guys, especially the ones who answered that post on my page. You know, what are you, what are you interested in getting from this? Jeff or myself or Jason might be able to answer that question from our experiences doing it. What are, you know, what are some questions, reservations, um, things that you're looking for? What, what do you guys got? Any questions? The silence, they're all scared.
1: No, I have a question, sorry. Who is this? Ron. Ron, Ron.
0: What's up, Ron?
1: Um, Jeff, how,
0: um what assignments were given, okay, uh, how do I word this? One of the biggest things that I'm looking to, to be able to do as a leader in my business is, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but uh, get inside my coach's heads or get inside my coach's hearts might be the best best way to do it and really figure out how to pull their heartstrings to get that why out of them so that they become motivated. So my, my question would be what what ha- assignments or tasks were given in the boot camp to, to do that, to work with the coaches
2: that you already have to really get them fired up and motivated? To be honest with you, Ron, a lot of the assignments were not geared towards, um, quote, unquote, helping you um, pull a coach forward. If, if that's what I'm hearing you say correctly, because one of the things that I think a lot of us struggle with is, okay, I have this team of coaches. They're all inactive or a lot of them are inactive. How do I find the thing that's going to motivate them out of inactivity? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Okay. That That's a tough one. She did address that. Um, and I, I will tell you guys this. I love Christine Dwyer to death and she is hardcore. Okay. If you, if you want to be a coach on her team, that's great. But she has some pretty high expectations. In inactivity, that's not acceptable to her. You know, she, she will give you the time, but she expects certain things from you. Um, and I have a lot of respect for her for that. But what she, what she basically taught us, um, without giving away the house, was you have to develop an I-don't-need-you attitude. And you have to learn to let go of the people who just aren't going to be inactive. Because if you have to motivate them out of inactivity, you will consistently be motivating them forever. Maybe one or two of them will become self-motivated, but the majority of them are not. It's the kind. It's the same argument when you know we talk about well, this coach is. They really want to be a coach, but they're not so sure about that 39.95 or they're not so sure about that Shakeology and then as a coach you want them you want it so badly for them you'll pay the 39.95 or you'll pay the 89.99 to get them on Shakeology for the first time but what are you doing when you do that you're allowing them to not have to care enough to invest themselves into this you're investing for them they're not investing So the answer would really be there is no answer to how you motivate them other than you be the example and you lead your team. Jason leads his team. Jeff, obviously these guys lead their teams with what they do every day and what you and me and everyone else on the team watch them do. That is the way you motivate people. And some of those coaches are going to watch you run. And maybe it takes six months, maybe it takes a year, two months, maybe one or two of them will go, you know what, I want to be a part of this now. I'm ready. Some of them may never come around, but there's really nothing you can do about that. They have to make that decision. We can't make that decision for them.
1: Does that answer your question?
0: I don't know if he's on mute or not. He probably is.
1: Is that is that a
2: an acceptable answer, Jeff?
0: Yeah, it was. It was really good. I don't know if Ron we lost him or not.
2: Because you know, that's something I struggle with, and it's something that we all struggle with. And this applies not only to your teams but your customers too.
0: I mean, I don't but want what? I don't want people on the call to think that Jason and I don't have inactive coaches because we have more than we care to have.
2: And Christine says the same thing. You guys, I can't tell you how many inactive coaches. But if I if I let myself be concerned with all those inactive coaches, guess guess what I'm doing? I'm taking, taking
0: away attention away to from the ones it. that want it.
2: There you go, and and this applies to customers too, not just not just coaches. You can't want mm-hmm. results for someone more than they want it for them. You can't fall into that trap. That's another thing that we talked about. Well,
0: it also know, takes time away too from you going out and finding the ones that do want Correct. your your time. So.
2: And that is, that is something that we do need to teach our coaches. Yeah, hey this is Brian
0: in San Antonio. Hey, Ryan. But, hey, guys. Um, in, in this um, boot camp, is there was there? I know you said there's nothing. A lot of it wasn't really directed about getting coaches or or geared towards that. But was there something talked about or or a skill set talked about about um gauging a coach? You know, like in like in a sales pipeline, you know, you have to you you rate your 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 your, uh, your customers. What kind of what kind of customers are they going to be, or what kind of coaches are they going to be to maybe to limit? Of course, you don't want to um, you don't want to limit the people you talk to, but do you understand what I'm
2: asking? I do. Um... One of, one of the and it wasn't that we didn't, we weren't, it wasn't geared towards finding coaches. It wasn't geared towards coaches you already have and motivating them out of inactivity. The boot camp was geared towards getting more coaches. Um, yes, there was a rating. And if you recall back earlier, I said that, you know, Jason's a 10 and Jeff is a 10, but I'm not a 10. One of the exercises was to rate yourself, where do you think you fall on that scale, but then... Take your top 10 customers or your top 10 leads and rate them too. Because too often we want to attack the easy prey. You know, I know I can convince that person, knowing that what you would rate them would be lower than what you're rated. Instead of going after that person who's maybe a 10, maybe your one of your customers is just a rock star customer. He gets it, and you know that that person would be fantastic at this business, and you would tag that person as a 10. You would That's the person you want to go talk to, not the person you might rate as a 2, even though you know you could get them to sign as a coach. But they may just fall off in a month or two and not really ever have an impact on your business. So, yeah, there was some of that of paying attention to who you're talking to and yeah, doing it, don't prejudge, but yeah, kind of rate right where you think they would be based on what you know of your relationship with that person. Does that make sense? Sure, Perfect.
0: Thanks. Ryan, did that help you? It does. Good deal. Thanks for asking that question. What else you guys got? Hey, I got a question. It's Nancy. Hey, Nancy. Hey, Nancy. Hey. Okay, so when, I know you work full-time, so um, when did you find the time to get your assignments in? Is there, was there, a? I mean, I'm different now because I'm on the summer break, but when did Christine kind of tell you to
1: approach these assignments? Is like, there a good time schedule, or did you were you able to fit it in all in the evening? Like what worked for you? Well, that
2: and I think that that was where some of my difficulty came in. So if I had to be out, you know, some there were some days when I just couldn't log in in the morning and see my assignments, and I might not see my assignments until one o'clock when I was on my lunch hour, or sometimes if I had a busy day at work, I wouldn't see them until six o'clock at night, and then you know I'd log in and go. Oh my goodness! I got—I have to go out and find five people today, and it's already six o'clock at night. So what I found myself doing was, I was always almost almost always a day behind. So I'd get my assignments, and sometimes I'd have to do today's assignments for tomorrow and log them tomorrow, and always be that one day behind, and then try to catch up on the weekends and reset myself because if you're if your working hours are late at night on when you can work Beachbody, some of the assignments then become impossible to do that day. Unless you're consistently logging in and and watching what those assignments are earlier in the day, I think you have to adapt it to your time schedule. But Christine was very flexible there in, you know, you got a day or two to make sure you got your assignments in before she tagged you. So there there is a little bit of flex- there was a, a bit of flexibility there too, knowing that we all had different time schedules that we worked. But for what worked for me best was to just face the fact that look i can't I can't do this all in that day. I'm going to have to be a day behind. That was acceptable to me, and that's kind of what I rode with through this whole thing.
0: that help you, Nancy?
1: Yeah, thank you.
0: You bet. Guys, any more questions for for Mr. Gamet, myself, or, or Puck? I'll ask another question. <laughs> you, floor is yours. You got the mic still, in. <laughs> okay. Um, do we have a timeline of I, – I got on a little bit late, so I don't know if you announced that in the beginning, but is there a timeline of – when you're going
1: to start, maybe? <laughs> yeah, there, there
0: there's a tentative one. I know I talked a little bit about it with Jeff earlier. I still want to get an in-depth conversation with Jason just to see, you know, how much, you know, if we want to open it up, how far and such. But, you know, I know for me I'm kind of looking at possibly an August time frame to get this going, which is really that far away. It's really not. That's going to give people 30 days, and especially you, Nancy, 30 days to complete that before you go back to school. Um, Perfect. You know, that's when we're looking at doing it. That's when I know most of my traveling with Summit and y- you know my schedule for July. It's just going to be nuts. That's all done, now I'll have time to really dedicate to this. So I'm thinking the August time frame, but there's more to come on that.
1: Hey, Jeff, this is
0: Alfonso. Hey, Alfonso. Uh, yeah, I have a question on the, for, for the boot camp, like, say, for instance, my wife is also a coach, and if we were to be interested I mean, could this be something that we can do together as a team, also?
2: Um, you know, I answer that the way because I fall in that situation as, as well. Um, my wife is also a coach, so she obviously just because she lives in the same house as me was able to look at the assignments. She was also able to be on the weekly um, uh, boot camp call and the webinars that we had, so. If if your wife is a coach as well, even though you may both not be technically in the boot camp, absolutely. If she if she's interested in building her business as well and she's around to do the assignments with you, I absolutely I would say yes.
0: So that would be the answer that I would say I would give it to Afonso. I mean, technically what we're probably going to be doing for our boot camp is looking at obviously getting a person you know, involved whether we end up choosing two or not. It's gonna, it's gonna. You know, we're not sure yet. But obviously, if you have the ability to be in this, this first group no. and you're chosen, you are gonna have that opportunity to have just by as a byproduct. Like Jeff said to include your spouse. Okay. Have her do the exact same thing. Okay. Thank you. Great. Great question. We got, we got them rolling now, guys. Any other questions? is your opportunity well Jeff I really appreciate you taking the time um we uh it was a great topic and I know that I think uh it's going to give people a lot of great insight so I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing that with us tonight anytime man okay guys um I just wanted to give you you know with Jason's help if I forget something fill me in here puck but um you know, just a couple things that was talked about on that uh, preview call tonight. They didn't go into a lot of meat and potatoes. It was only a 20-minute call. They really kind of talked about two prime topics that's going to be um, coming out or involving Summit. Um, the first one is, you know, you guys have seen it posted on the schedule, the itinerary, something called the CORE, C-O-R-E. Um, the CORE is really the new name for the Team Body Apparel Store. But it's really much more than that, guys. The core is going to be um, an area, not a room or a store. It's going to be an area that Beachbody is hoping when there's not general sessions and things going on that we come hang out at because it's going to be the place where the store is at. It's going to be where we're going to be able to get our fix of Shakeology, the Shakeology bar is there. It's going to have the, what they call the product stage where they're going to have presentations from our trainers, from Beachbody, new product dem- demonstrations, competitions. We talked about pull-up contests, different things like that for prizes. Um, you know, there, it's just going to be – your trainers are going to be hanging around there. So the core is really going to be an area that I think is going to be very popular when people aren't in general session, not just because of the store, but because of all the activities. And um, everything just going on in general, they got kind of, they got going on. There's going to be presentations in the core throughout the whole four days. Um, there is a general session. So, guys, I would highly recommend spending a quite a bit of time down there. I know that when I'm not in session and just not answering questions from coaches, I'm going to try to do it down there in the core. I'm going to hang out down there. So you're going to find me quite a bit. Um, so that's that's the information they gave us tonight on the core. Uh, don't forget that they have the Team Beachbody Got Talent contest. That's going to be after the Diamond Reception. Um, you know, the Grand Arena. I think that where they said that was going to take place. Um, and it's going to be about 75 minutes after the Diamond Reception. the The main information that they really wanted to talk about tonight was something that I had planned to bring up tonight anyway. just kind of segues. I want everybody on the call to start thinking about this because I want to get a head start. You're going to hear about it talked on the Monday National Coach Call. The sign-up for it, I think, is going to happen shortly after. I thought I heard him say the 11th or 12th of June with a shotgun start of July 1st. Um, the Team Beachbody Challenge, which we already had one earlier this year, is going to be renamed. It is now called the Team Beachbody Cup. And that's just what the grand prize is. Think of it as like the Stanley Cup of Team Beachbody. You're going to get a, a huge um, trophy prize with a cup engraved. It's going to be presented. going to be a lot of recognition around it. And like the Team Beachbody Challenge, the Team Beachbody Cup also has the three-tiered level of prizes. Now, Jason, I don't know how if you were on the call for the whole thing or heard it all. I missed the Tier 1, but I know that Tier 3... Um, kind of like, you know, we had three, three tiers this last time. The tier three is going to be, uh, a beach body blanket, a really nice looking blanket tier two, from what I understand, is going to be men's or women's, uh, beach body board shorts. And I think there was another something that went along with that. Jason, did you catch what the level one is going to be?
1: Um, I didn't hear those two that you heard. The next one was heart rate monitors. Okay, yeah, that body bug.
0: I think that's what Levy one's going to be.
1: No, no, no. Like the 10 to 20 got heart rate monitors. 4 to 10 got a body bug and a nano. And then 1 to 3 got basically an iPad. Um, you know, and there's going to be a special award where you'll be immortalized. Yep, yep.
0: So that's the facts, guys, behind it. You know, they're doing things the same way. It's based on... Of a success club point is a challenge point. You get the points again for rank advancements, for team rank advancements. It's going to be all the same types of rules. But, you know, the the idea here is obviously team building. Still the same rules where you have a diamond per team. And I know that the team that I was involved with, okay, I'm proud to say that uh, three of the four other individuals on my team rank advanced two diamonds. And that's the goal of it, guys. That's the goal of it is to team up with four other people. You know, maybe you lead that team and push yourself, challenge yourself to really rack up the points, which equals obviously helping people get started in their fitness journey and build your business. It really does. I know that the four people that was involved in mine saw their business grow immensely. Um, Like I said, three of the four hit diamond. Um, The other one got very close with an emerald at the end of it. So, I mean, it's, it's designed to do just that. So what I know Jason will agree with, and even Jeff on the call will agree with is I want you guys to start thinking about now, right now, who, who would be on your team. And I encourage you guys, you know, to look in your own downlines because obviously getting excitement going in your own teams and your own downline build your business as well. So be thinking about who you want to be as your other four individuals. You know, I'm looking for a home yet, so I'm looking for, for for my four members, so I'm going to be doing that too. But start thinking about it now. I want everybody to get a head start and participate in this. If you didn't participate in the, you know, the, the February version of it, you know, shame on you. Why didn't you do that? Let's do it now with another opportunity. They talked about last year when we did this, um, right right coming out of Summit, you know, Jason remembers it, and I remember it. I know Jeff does. We all signed up our teams right there at Summit. They had 1,250 teams come out of Summit registered on a a Success Club team challenge. And for what typically is Beachbody's slowest months of the years, July, August, September, ended up being their three biggest months of the year's a lot of it attributed to this team challenge. It's a great time to, any is a great time to find people, family members, new coaches, get them started on their fitness journey, and that's what this whole Team Beachbody Cup, formerly Team Beachbody Challenge, fosters. So I'm challenging you, no pun intended on the word, to write down on a piece of paper tonight, roughly, four other people that you would love to have on your team. Just remember the rules, only one diamond or higher coach is allowed. Um, you can have an unlimited amount of emeralds or whatever below, but you're only allowed to have a diamond or higher in there. So our diamond, you know, our lifetime diamond coaches, you know, I can think of a few on the call right now that I heard voices from, Rob Boyce, Nancy Katardi, Jeff, Jason, myself. You know, when we're picked to be that diamond, everybody else has to be an emerald or below. So I want you guys to start thinking about getting that get getting that started now, getting that together and try to try to make this as as close to home as possible meaning your own downline, your own team. And even though your members might want to be on your team and just doesn't attribute to that happening, don't discourage them. Get that person who wants to be on your team to be a leader and get four other people from your downline to do it and challenge them who can get more points. You know, this is something that can really build your business and really lends very nicely into this boot camp that we're looking at doing. Anything you want to add, Jason?
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that sounds good. It's just uh, get your team organized, you know. Um, it's easier for the team leaders to see, well, okay, well, I got these five diamonds than it is for people that are under you to look above you, you know. So, you know, each Star diamond, each diamond on this call should look down below them and uh pick out the people that they know um need to be challenged more by having one of these groups and then put them in there. You know, there's nothing that says people have to volunteer to be part one part of one of these groups. You know, you can send out assignments. Say, Hey, you're team one, you're team two, team three. Names don't have to be crazy creative. Um, you know, Tommy Migrant just says Swarm Legacy, Swarm One, Swarm Two, Swarm Three. Um and there's no reason we all shouldn't be doing that to the deepest depth of our organizations.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. That's a that's true guys. So any questions guys about the the Team Beachbody Cup, the or formerly known as the challenge? Okay guys, we're gonna close out tonight. Um, you know, for those of you going to summit, um, you know, we'll see you out there. Uh, really excited for that. Just, you know, taking into consideration and appreciating that you guys are making that investment and getting out there. You guys are going to come back and come out of summit with those skills, the insights, the beliefs, and the tools that you're going to need to really build your business. Guys, there's still two weeks, you know, before summit. I know officially registration is closed, but that doesn't mean you can't go. Um, you can pay at the door. You may still be able to find a ticket from somebody and, and I'm not sure how that whole transfer thing works right now, but there's still the ability to, to make a commitment and go to this. Um, especially with the fact that you can still go and pay at the door. So I'm encouraging you guys to consider doing that. Uh, summit will change the face of your business. Like I said, you're going to come out of this with the skills you need, the insights, the, the tools, and more importantly, the belief and really how to take your business to the next level. So, with that being said, I'm going to close with um you know, we'll see you guys next week and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks everybody.
1: Thank you. See you.